If you're struggling with driving anxiety, this is for you. On March 13th, I'm teaching a two-hour live masterclass on overcoming driving anxiety. And in it, I'll be teaching you lots of simple and practical tips and tools that will actually help you to experience lots more peace and freedom behind the wheel, whether you struggle as the driver or as a passenger or a little bit of both. And you know, driving anxiety is something that I struggled with for years. And if I could hit rewind on my journey and know all of the things that I'm going to be sharing with you in this class, I sure as heck wouldn't have struggled for so long. So for all the details and to sign up, just head to the link in the show notes and I hope to see you there. Welcome to a Healthy Push Podcast. I'm Shannon Jackson, former anxiety sufferer turned adventure mom and anxiety recovery coach. I struggled with anxiety, panic disorder, and agoraphobia for 15 years. And now I help people to push past the stuff that I used to struggle with. Each week, I'll be sharing real and honest conversations along with actionable and practical steps that you can take to help you push past your anxious thoughts, the symptoms, panic, and fears. Welcome. You're right where you're meant to be. So today we're going to be talking about social media and anxiety recovery. And this is a topic that I've been wanting to talk about for a while now because obviously for many of us, social media has a big presence in our lives. And I think that done the right way, it can be really helpful and it can be supportive and it can be fun and all the things, but done in the wrong way and it can be really harmful and really damaging and really create a lot of roadblocks for you in your life and in your recovery. So I love social media for the fact that we can connect with people who we wouldn't normally be able to connect to and we can be seen and heard and we can learn things that are super helpful to us that we might not otherwise get access to and we can just have fun. We can be entertained. We can laugh. Like there are so many good aspects of social media. But I also think that social media has its cons, right? And I'm sure you can think of some off the top of your head, but there are some really big ones. And I think a big con is that I believe it has made anxiety recovery and just mental health recovery so much more complicated than it needs to be for a lot of reasons. Like there are just so many pieces of advice and tips and tools out there and some really, really unhelpful stuff. And it's also freaking overwhelming, right? And it can lead to lots of confusion and comparison and feeling like you're not enough and self-doubt and all these really, really tough things. And I've been thinking about this more recently, about how social media has made anxiety recovery more complicated because I have lots of discussions with my clients and students and, you know, I get a lot of questions and... I get a lot of questions to this effect, right? I, Shannon, I saw this on social media and I just don't know. Should I be doing this? Does this mean that I'm doing something wrong? Should I not be doing this? I don't think I'm doing enough. Like, I don't think I'm doing the right things. Or this person said that. Like, is that right? And I'm like, ah, <laughs> it is all so overwhelming. It's like literally picturing, right, having 10 people in a room and they're all talking at the same time, filling your brain with all this, quote, helpful stuff, and you're trying to listen to all of it. You're trying to absorb it. You're trying to take it in. And also you're trying to implement all of it, 
Like, yikes, right? Talk about overwhelm and stress and like all of this can lead to anxiety and just make things so much tougher. So today I want to talk about social media and how you can make it a more supportive and healthy place for you to hang out. So I'm going to be diving into six tips that I think will be really helpful. So the first is you have to keep in mind that not every message is designed specifically for you. (laughs) Like people share general messages a lot of times, right? The messages you see are pretty general and I do this, right? Myself included, I put some pretty general messages out there. But even if the messages are a bit more specific and like really specific, The people who are putting the messages out there, like myself included, right, we don't know specifically where you're at in your journey and what you have going on and like all of life that's happening behind the scenes. So even if a message that we share is really helpful and it's truthful, it might not be helpful or true to you right now. And that's okay. Like this is just something really helpful to keep in mind that Because you're struggling with anxiety, panic, and agoraphobia, and there's a post that's specific to anxiety, panic, and agoraphobia, it doesn't mean that it is going to be helpful for you. So don't try to make every message, every post fit and be applicable to you and your recovery. And simply put, take the messages, take the posts that resonate with you and really speak to you and the ones you're like, ooh, ah, that's helpful. And just leave the other ones. Like, let them go. Don't sit there and analyze them and ask yourself all these questions of like, what does this mean? Like, simply just take the ones that resonate with you. The ones that you find to be really helpful right off the bat and and take those. And that will be a really helpful way to kind of go about this. So this one kind of leads into the next tip. So the next tip is don't try to apply everything you read on social media. This is a big one. We absorb all this information. We try to make it applicable to us in every way, right? Every post we've read, we we want to heal. We want to get better. We want to be our best selves. We want, we want all these things, right? And so we try to make every message fit. And then when we do that, we're like, okay, how can I apply this in my life? And you can't apply every message. You can't apply every tip, every tool. I don't even care if it is helpful. You cannot apply all these things in your life. And if you try implementing all the things and you try doing all the things, you are just going to feel so much more overwhelm and anxiety. And oftentimes when you feel that overwhelm and that anxiety, it leads to inaction. Like instead of continuing to take the small steps, you just feel so defeated. You feel like you have no energy, no desire to do any of the things because you are just so overwhelmed. So this is a good segue into the next one. And this is a big one. You have to limit your information intake. Like when you think about it, your brain is overwhelmed with so much information every day. Like there is so much going on around us at all times. Like we have so many thoughts. We have so much information coming in. Like literally from the time we wake up and open our eyes to the time we go to bed. Just so much information. And this alone creates loss of stress and overwhelm and just, you know, noise, constant noise in the background. So you have to be really mindful of how much information you're taking in. 
And so one of my favorite things that I do, and I do this on a monthly basis, sometimes I do it a couple of times a month, but I do what I call a social media inventory. And I love doing this. It's sort of just in my personality to do something like this, but I love decluttering. A lot of times people think like clutter means physical stuff, right? My physical environment, but there's so much good that comes from doing mental decluttering. And mental decluttering is one of my favorite things to do. So doing a social media inventory looks like going in like on all the social media platforms that you're on, right? I'm going to just speak to Instagram specifically right now because that's the platform that I'm on the majority of the time. But I go in and I click on the people that I'm following and I go through and I ask myself questions. Do I actually follow this account? Do I actually engage with this account? Do I find what they share to be helpful? Do I find what they share to be triggering or unhelpful? Do I find myself comparing myself to this person, like not in a good way? Um, Do I find that they motivate me, that they inspire me, or does it sort of do the opposite? Like asking yourself these helpful questions can really help you to start to go through and literally hit unfollow on the accounts that don't make you feel good, on the accounts that give you all the information and cause so much overwhelm and make you feel pressured and make you feel like you have to do more, like you're not doing enough. Hitting unfollow is so freeing. (laughs) It's so freeing, right? And I can tell you, I follow roughly 300 accounts on Instagram, I think, and probably less than that. And I'm not a big Facebook fan. Like, I don't even know that I follow anyone on Facebook aside from like family and friends. I I can talk a little bit about that, but I don't think that that's a really helpful environment, especially for anxiety recovery. But I go through, I ask myself these questions. I really make sure that I'm only seeing accounts that I want to interact with and accounts that help me. And so I really follow people who inspire me, who motivate me, who do things that scare the shit out of me, quite honestly. Like, you will see if you look at my account, I follow a lot of hikers, skiers, bikers, um, just like really inspiring people who have done or do on a daily basis, like some scary stuff, like things that I want to do, like people who travel, people who solo hike, like these are all things that I really want to do in life or things that I do and things that are important to me and these people the accounts that I follow they help me they motivate me they're kind of like a step ahead of me they have some more things figured out they are just super courageous and you know all of this these accounts are really motivating for me they make me feel good and that's the intention behind social media is like connection and making you feel connected to people and making you feel good And this is how you can make social media a place where you actually get something helpful from it, not where it takes away from you. So I just really encourage you, like limit the accounts that you follow. Be really mindful of the accounts and the people that you follow. How do they make you feel? Like make sure that you're following people who make you feel good, that their content is actually helpful and it's not doing the opposite for you. And if you're just following all of the anxiety recovery accounts (laughs) i want you to scale back this is another thing that can be really overwhelming right like seeing just anxiety and anxiety anxiety all day every day 
you know, if you look at my account, I'm just using myself as an example because it's easy, but of course I follow some um, business accounts, you know, some accounts like relating to my work. I also follow some other anxiety recovery accounts because they're friends of mine and people that I work with, but I also follow a lot of people who just do cool things do things relating to the things that I do in life, the things that I love, the things that are important to me. So don't make your social media accounts just a place where you come for anxiety recovery. Like make it a place where you come and you absorb like funny stuff and helpful stuff and relatable stuff and stuff that motivates you and pushes you, not just relating to anxiety recovery. And so it would be really helpful, right, just to take a look and see what anxiety recovery accounts am I following? Like, can I scale back a bit? I don't need to absorb all the things. And I'm going to talk about that in just a couple of minutes and why not absorbing all the things is really helpful. But before I do, I want to talk about Facebook groups. So Facebook groups can be so harmful in so many ways. It it often, you know, one of the biggest things that I hear from people is that it can be really triggering. And so a lot of people, like a lot of students of mine and clients, they don't have Facebook anymore. They've like gotten off of the platform because a lot of what's shared in groups can be triggering. And I want you to know that this is normal. Like this is natural that you're going to be triggered by things. And even I am triggered by some things in Facebook groups. And I think you have to really ask yourself, is this more harmful than it is helpful? Because I think sometimes when you get triggered by something, you're like, oh, this is, you know, this is just me being sensitive and I should be able to look at this and I should, you know how I feel about shoulds, throw them right out the window. (laughs) If something is triggering for you, it's okay and even healthy to set a boundary it's an okay thing for you to do without telling yourself that you have to be able to see it. You have to be able to look at it because otherwise it means that, you know, you're not facing anxiety and you're avoiding and you're not going to heal and all the things. No. Like I can tell you personally, you know, some things that are triggering for me, things relating to children. Um, you know, I have a little one. And so if I see, you know, anything about a child getting hurt or anything like that, like, Some things are just really sensitive for me and we use this word triggered, right? And it's kind of like a harsh word, but I think being triggered just means you are listening to yourself and you're knowing yourself and knowing that something isn't super healthy for you to be digesting. And it's okay to take a step back from that stuff. Like I am not going to force myself to watch something that is off-putting, that makes me feel ugh, that is just not helpful or healthy for me. So give yourself permission to set boundaries, to take a step back and acknowledge I am being triggered and maybe what's a healthy step for me to take in this instance. And just in general with like what I said for Instagram, you really have to limit the accounts. You have to do an inventory like really ask yourself is this facebook group helpful is this more harmful than good like how does it make me feel you know really putting hard boundaries on yourself with stuff like this will go a really long way and just encouraging you to again reiterating you can't fill your brain with anxiety recovery anxiety recovery anxiety recovery it is 
not going to be helpful. Like take a step back (laughs) and fill it with some other things. Some other things that will bring some lightness, some airiness, some humor. Like that'll be like so much more helpful. And in general too with social media and limiting your information intake is really just setting some good healthy social media boundaries. Like, how much time are you spending on social media? How can you limit how much time you're spending on social media? Like, how can you limit how much time you're on your phone? And allowing yourself to not be overwhelmed will allow your brain to have more space, more clarity, more capacity to actually do the recovery work. So the next tip is a really blunt tip. (laughs) Stop learning and apply. So I think so often I hear Shannon, well, I just, I want to see, I want to see all the posts. I want to see all the tips, all the tools, all the information, because I know it's going to be helpful. And I know that more information is better. And sometimes that is just not the freaking truth. And a big part of this, like a big truth that you have to look at is When we constantly look for new ways to heal and recover, when we're like, I can't miss a post, I have to see them all, and I have to follow all the anxiety recovery accounts, it's truly a form of procrastination. It's truly a form of you trying to avoid and not doing the work. So instead of saying, I need to learn more, I need to read more books, I need to look at all the accounts, I need to look at all the posts, maybe instead of doing that, Asking yourself, are there things that I'm avoiding? Are there things that I'm running from? Are there things that I'm afraid of? Are there things that I'm resisting? Like, what do I need to do? Because so many times I will say, when people say to me, Shannon, I just feel like I'm stuck, I'm stuck, I don't know what to do. I will say, you know what you need to do. It's just likely that you have some resistance that you don't want to do it because you know that it's going to be hard. And you know it's going to be uncomfortable and probably anxiety-provoking, but you have to take the steps. You have to take the healthy steps and then the next one and the next one and the next one. And not just sitting there and putting more information in and trying to learn more. Like really letting yourself just apply and giving yourself the opportunity to see just how capable you are. And a really big one, and I really want you to hear this, Social media isn't where the healing happens. The healing happens off of social media, outside of social media. So always keep that in mind. Okay, this next one is a big one, and I love this one. Don't allow social media to take away from your knowing, away from your knowledge, right? Your insights, your power, like what you hold within yourself. So I'm going to use myself as an example. Like I should say, I'm going to use myself for instance because it's applicable and makes sense. I share lots of stuff on social media, right? I share lots of helpful stuff on social media. I share lots of helpful stuff here. And my knowing, my insights, my knowledge, it can be really helpful for you. And I'm glad that it's helpful for you. But it'll be the most helpful if you're using it alongside of your own knowledge, in your own insights. Not allowing what I share or what anyone else's shares to take away from everything you have within you because you have so much knowledge, you have so much insight, you have so much wisdom, you have so much power 
and and you know yourself best like you've got to allow yourself to listen to yourself and allow yourself to do what you believe is best for you while taking in the helpful stuff right that's okay but don't allow the messaging the tips the tools all the things you absorb and see on social media to be the only thing that you rely on right like i have to do exactly what shannon said i have to do exactly what this person said or this person said no take the helpful stuff take the stuff that resonates with you how can you spin it to make it helpful for you using your insight your knowledge your wisdom that stuff is just as powerful as the stuff that i share like i might be a few steps further along than you are right and that's okay and you can learn from me but that doesn't mean that you don't have so much knowledge and knowing and wisdom and all the things within you and you've got to use that and not lose sight of that so the last one that i want to share is important and it's really like an obvious one but it's necessary to share I really want you to be cautious. Be cautious with the information that you're taking in and from whom you're taking it in from. Like even people with credentials can share some really unhelpful messaging and tips. So if you if you don't feel aligned with what a person is saying and it just doesn't feel right to you, there's probably a really good reason that you feel that way. And this goes back to really listening to yourself, paying attention, Like when you're present with yourself, you know when something doesn't seem right or feel aligned or just like rubs you the wrong way. Like that's, that's not helpful. Listen to yourself. You know, social media is kind of like a everyone and anyone and it's kind of like free range out there. (laughs) So you have to be really careful and really protective of yourself and really protective of your mental health. So if somebody has credentials or proclaims to be the expert in anxiety recovery and they can do all these magical things, (laughs) I want you to really remember, right? The person on the other end isn't some magical guru. They don't have all the answers. They don't know everything. And just because they might have credentials or they might have more knowledge or experience in anxiety recovery doesn't mean that they're always right and that you're wrong. So I just want you to be cautious and be careful like take the helpful messaging and leave the rest so in general social media can be a beautiful and helpful place when you have boundaries and you approach it in healthy ways so i really want you to challenge yourself today to start creating a healthier relationship with social media like really take these six tips like think about how you can change your relationship with social media to make it a more supportive place and remember the healing happens outside of social media so until next time my friend keep on taking healthy action i hope you enjoyed this episode of a healthy push if you want more head on over to a healthypush.com for the show notes and lots more tips tools and inspiration that will support your recovery and if you're hoping for me to cover a certain topic be sure to join my instagram community at a healthy push and let me know in the comments what you want to hear next